Good morning. Good morning. Um, I am just having a, a morning. Okay. <laughs> I am really having a morning and I know it's been months. I mean, life be happening y'all. Y'all, y'all know, y'all know life be happening, but I just want to jump right in. <laughs> I know y'all sick of me, but I'm sorry. Like I have a message and this is just what I, I want to share. And, um, you know, it's the end of the year. We are literally days away from 2023. We are stepping out of 2022. I don't know what 2022 was like for y'all, but 2022 for me was definitely eventful in every aspect. Okay. But let me just get right into it because I was already in, you know, in process, in progress, excuse me. I was already in progress with my thoughts and just reflecting this morning. And so if I can title this episode, I will title it Unpacking. I think that's what I want to title it because I'm unpacking this morning. I'm, I'm, I'm not unpacking. I just came from Mexico, but I'm not that, that, not that unpacking. I'm talking about mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, we're going to exclude financially for now because I'm not unpacking anything over there. But in these aspects, in retrospect, I am unpacking. And one of the things that I'm going to focus on right now, which is something that is going to put me in a vulnerable spotlight, you know, and me, I'm I'm very honest with myself. So I don't care. I'm not ashamed to say I have bad days. I'm not ashamed to say I have breakdowns. I'm not ashamed to say you know, we all are fighting something right now, you know, whatever aspect, it doesn't even matter. We're all fighting something. We're all carrying something and we all have carried something, something throughout this year that we should have put down this year. We just going to say that, that luggage that we've been carrying since January 1st of 2022, we've carried it the entire year and we did not put it down. Well, some of us, I'm not going to say everybody, because if you did put it down, I sincerely want to say congratulations, because I know that, you know, it's not easy to put down things that truly affect you at times and that, you know, you just don't know what to do with it. So you just carry it and you carry it and you carry it, you know, but it's okay to put it down. So this is why I'm titling this episode Unpacking, because we have to unpack we have to get ready for 2023. And again, this is not me feeling as though um, there's a great significance of, of 2023 that, that doesn't hold for this very moment in which, you know, is more significant than us expecting to walk into 2023. You know, it doesn't matter where we're walking into and how we're walking into it. But what matters is what's happening in this moment and how we are feeling and what we need to put down in this moment, not just for 2023, but for our lives, for our future, for our families, for our children, for our careers, for our relationships that needs to go. Okay, it's time to put it down. And so I'm going to start with saying that, excuse me, my um, smoke detector battery has died. It's extremely annoying, but it's not going to hold me back from what it is, from this message, okay? It's not going to hold me back. So if you hear a little beep, just ignore it because I'm ignoring it and I'm not going to let it affect me and don't let it affect you. Now, I'm going to start with 
how um, yesterday I had a breakdown, right? I had a breakdown and um, I guess everything that I've packed over the year um, got to me yesterday and it, and I just got to the point where I kind of crashed mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually. And it was a moment. It was a, it was a moment, you know, because my, my day was fine, you know, and then you have that moment in your day where you just come tumbling down. Right. And so I've had a couple of phone calls this week of people having the same thing and me not realizing that boom, it happened to me now, you know, so I had the breakdown and what was significant about this breakdown yesterday was I wrote it down in the midst of me being hysterical (laughs) and just feeling overwhelmed and, and just feeling anxious and all of the emotions I felt in that moment, I had the audacity, right? (laughs) I'm grateful because sometimes let's be honest. Like when you have a breakdown, you get over it, you wipe your eyes and you just go on, right? And you forget about it because it's like, okay, you had a moment of me, a, a moment of weakness that you don't even want to even think about beyond, you know, once you get through it, you don't want to think about it no more. You know, of course you don't want to think because you knew what it made you feel. But for me, it was different because I wrote it down and um, I was in my car at the time I had just got home and, you know, I didn't get out of my car. I was thinking and, and my emotions, my thoughts, everything just crashed and clashed. And so I wrote it down and I left it. Like I wrote it down. I left it alone. I got a phone call. The phone call kind of, you know, helped me get over it. Right. But I wrote it down, which was very important. And it was good because I actually made the phone call before I wrote it down. And by the time I finished writing it, the phone call came through and I knew it was still there. So when I woke up this morning, I read it. I read it. I revisited. Have you ever revisited your, your breakdown? Have you ever revisited? Because no, a lot of times we don't write it down because we're upset in that moment. Nobody's thinking about writing down with it. Nobody's thinking about jotting down what they're feeling in that moment. You know, you're upset. You're, you're hysterical. You, you know, it's, it's like you're completely out of it. But for me, I was grateful that I wrote it down because this morning as I was rereading it, I, it wasn't that I like emotions came back and I was like, oh my God, like, why did I say these things? No, I was able to see myself. I was able to see myself, which I feel as though I haven't seen me in a, in a, in a, in a little while now this year. Cause you know, as I was just telling myself, what I feel like matters is the beginning and the end, nothing in between. I'm not going to say nothing in between. It doesn't matter in literal sense, but you know, a lot of focus and attention is put on January and December. A lot of energy is put on January and December. Not even your birthday so much. Like my birthday is in August and it's very significant to me, but that top of the year and that end of the year is unmatched because at the top of the year, I have these goals for how I want my year to go. And then at the end of the year, I'm revisiting, did I do what I said I was going to do? And for the most part, I probably did, but I've accomplished a lot in the physical sense, but mentally and emotionally and spiritually, I'm still growing. I'm still healing. I'm still trying to break through some things, right? So that's why it was important for me to write down my breakthrough. I mean, my breakdown because it gave me a breakthrough. And the reason it gave me a breakthrough was because I seen myself. 
I like this year, um, I've had some moments where, you know, I was really out of it and really frustrated and aggravated. Um, I've cried, you know, but yesterday I feel like I released some pent up emotions that I've been carrying for a little while now. Let's just say that I've been carrying it for a little while now. And when I wrote it down, it made me bring attention to it and put focus on it because I needed to see what it is that's affecting me day in and day out. What it is that's hindering me day in and day out. What it is that's stopping me day in and day out. Because you can think about it all day long, but when you see it before you and you're reading it, you're like, whoa, okay, I have in front of me what I need to unpack. Because as long as you're continuously thinking about it, all it's doing is just going like a hamster wheel in your head, just around and round and round and round. And you're not really paying no mind because these are your thoughts daily, you know, like this is this is what it is. But when you actually sit down and you bring attention to these things, you begin to free up space in your mind and in your thoughts because now you have in front of you all of which you've been carrying. This is the luggage that you've carried throughout the year. And we're not even going to focus on the prior years. We're going to just talk about this year. Because when you focus on the prior years, you're just continuously bringing on, carrying on things. When we're talking about what happened this year, what made you feel this year in itself. It could have carried on from 2021 and 2022, but what was your decisions this year, you know, that had nothing to do with 2021, 2020, you know, because now some of us, we're not, I'm, I'm talking about this year alone, but some of us are really carrying from 2021 and 2020 and 2019, 18, 17, like you're carrying all of these things. This is, this is luggage. This is baggage. This is all of these things. Imagine being in an airport happened to carry four or five suitcases with you. You can't check them in. You can't check them in. You have to take them on the plane with you. Take them off the plane with you. You got a layover or you got to take it off the layover, carry it with you to get on the next plane. Just imagine how overwhelming that is. Think about when you're moving to a new place. You get it. You're packing, right? Imagine if there was no vehicle to take you where you needed to go to your destination and you had to physically carry these things. Impossible. Impossible. You couldn't do it. And if you did try to attempt, all you will be doing is overwhelming yourself, putting all of these things on your shoulders that you can't even carry. So we have to think of the things that we're carrying right now. Mentally, all of the pain, all of the things that we kind of don't understand, the lies that we've been told all the, over the years from, from, from young. We're just carrying it year after year after year after year and expecting a different outcome. We all know the term, it's insanity. You do the same thing over and over expecting a different result. It's impossible. So me, I'm a very intentional person. This is why I'm unpacking my year. This is from January up until now, I'm unpacking. And 
I'm getting prepared to walk into 2023. And so as I'm getting prepared at the, at the end of the year, I'm thinking about the top of next year. How do I want to step into next year? Right. And then when I think about that, it's intentional for me. Oh, I'm so motivated. New me, new year. It's, it's going to be different. Everything going to be different than I go into year, And I have the same bad habits, the same thinking patterns, the same, like, how am I expecting a different outcome for 2023 when I'm having these, I'm just telling myself these things because it sound good. New year, new me. How many of us tell ourselves this stuff, this stuff every top of the year, and then we have the same exact year? As long as you're operating out of who you were in the previous year, you have no chance into the new year. You have no chance. I don't care what you achieve because I achieved a lot this year and I'm very proud of myself. Yes, I am. Because although I've carried some things with me these past, this past year, it didn't stop me from achieving the things that I wanted to achieve for myself. But that doesn't change the fact that these things are still here. These things that I did not touch are still here. So it means nothing to physically look good and feel successful and know that you've achieved X, Y, and Z, but to still be, what's the word I'm looking for? To still be pushing down the things that need your attention. I'm not even, you understand? Like I have to bury these things because I'm not ready to touch them yet. I I don't, I don't want to face them right now. I don't want to do that versus, oh, I look so good though. And look what I got and look what I did. No, it means nothing because look, when you sit down and you're by yourself now, or if you have a moment like I did yesterday and you break down, nothing of which you achieved matters in that moment. It doesn't make you wipe your tears. I mean, I'm grateful, of course, but these things that I have not touched this year is calling for my attention. Again, it's like I went through this whole 12 months, hype, happy at the top of the year, had intention to get to it, and then my my focus shifted. Now I was working, I'm doing overtime. I have a, my son, my family's calling me. Oh, can you come over here? My friends want to hang out. Like all of these things got in the way. And I allowed it to. I actually created it, you know. And I told myself, oh, "Girl, you spoiled yourself rotten this year. Spoil you yourself rotten this year." But that's just like a parent who is probably never home. Spoil their children rotten. You can have anything you want, but never see. And I'm not talking about see as in because you could be looking at someone and still not see them. You don't see them, but you are like, here, girl, you, baby boy, but you know, you, we know what that's like. And if you don't know what it's like, and you probably don't know what it's like from your parents, but you know what it's like to give to your child, or you've seen it on TV, or we see it all the time with celebrities and their rich parents and how they start becoming drug addicted and stuff like that. Like, that's what happens. Oh, I gave you everything. Yeah, but you gave me everything but your attention. You didn't see me. You didn't hear me. And so this is where I felt as though I neglected myself in that aspect. Because everything else, I was good. I done went on. I probably went to the spa at least 20 times this year. 
I probably, yeah, I went to the spa at least 20 times this year. I brought myself any and everything I wanted this year. I, I just came back from Mexico probably two weeks ago or a week ago. Like, I, I really spoiled myself, but I didn't take time to really pay attention to the things that I was feeling. I was just pushing them off. Oh, I'm just going to go to the spa. Oh, I'm just going to go here. Oh, I'm just going to go there. And I wasn't paying myself attention. Oh, I'm just going to buy those shoes. And I wasn't paying myself attention. Oh, I'm just going to buy that bag. And I wasn't paying myself attention. I wasn't acknowledging that something is wrong. So you're not okay. You appear okay, but you're not okay. And it's not like I was depressed or anything like that. You know, it was just these lingering emotions of things that I've experienced, of things that I just want to know the truth about things. I, you know, it's a lot of things that I harbor, that my relationship with my family, like, you know, it's different now. Everything is so different now. I don't know if it's social media that, you know, we just have something to always occupy our thoughts, our minds and our, you know, our attention because we see everybody else's family. So we're not really worried about our family. You know, like this is just things that I'm constantly thinking about because I'm very family oriented and I'm always striving to like get my sisters and things together. And they're like, oh, but I, I, so, you know, that took a toll on me like this. Things that's just, just been taking a toll on me and. I just feel like I'm just constantly doing this, doing this, doing this, doing this, doing this. And I'm fighting for everything that I'm doing. And it's overwhelming me. It's tiring me out. I don't have any more fight in me. And so when I did had the breakdown, it's because I, I just felt like I, I, I lost. That's it. Not I lost, but like I give up. I feel defeated, you know? And I, like I said, I was happy I wrote it down because now I went back today to look at it, to see exactly what I was feeling and what I've been carrying and that truly like I don't understand I don't I, like I don't think y'all understand like it really helped me this morning really pay and give acknowledge to acknowledge you understand to acknowledge to give attention to these things that have been trying to get my attention these things that I've been carrying these things that I've packed all into one it gave me an opportunity to look at myself, to see myself. And that is so important for us because we, we want to see everybody else. We want to look at everybody else and we want to, oh, validate everyone else's pain, but then we neglect our own. How many of us right now are trying to help someone else through what they're going through. Many of us. How many of us take those phone calls that we know is going to be the same? Oh, I don't know what to do. My life is this. And we, we still try to give even just a little, you know, that may help someone. And we are neglecting ourselves. I work, okay, in an environment where I constantly have to give not physically money or anything, but just mental. I work in a juvenile facility. I see children who come from the most broken homes that choose to share their story with me. Where I have to now acknowledge them, acknowledge their pain, acknowledge what it is that they're experiencing and give the best of what I could to help them. That's draining. And I enjoy doing it. I'm very passionate about it. I love to do it. But it's a lot. 
Because now my attention is no longer on me. My attention and my focus and everything else is on them and everything else surrounding. Not just my job, but my, my son, his dad, my mom, my dad, my sisters. Like it's it's crazy, you know? And so you're constantly giving, 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 and now your cup is empty. And then when you do try to fill up your cup for yourself and you're spoiling yourself, you're doing these things, that is not it. That's not it. It is acknowledging the, the, your wounds, acknowledging that you need healing, acknowledging that this is just, it, it, you know, it, you're needed right now. You need you. I need me. I need me. My priority is me. So even if you do work a job where you have to be empathetic and, and compassionate and, you know, give attention to, you know, what people are going through, don't let it, you know, take you off course. Don't attach yourself. I think that's what I did too much this year. I attached myself to people's problems and the things and, and all of these things. I attached myself. I I fell too deep in. I, I went too deep. I shouldn't have, I have allowed myself to go this deep. So these are things that I now can focus on and pay attention to and acknowledge so that when I go into my next year, what do I want to do differently? And how do I want to do it differently? Because if I'm not good... And I still give, I'm not, I'm doing myself a disservice. Ain't no, it's no way, it's no, I'm not even going to say what I want to say, but it's no way. I don't even think God would want me to do that. And if I said, oh God, I'm at your disposal, I want to serve you this year. I know that this is not what he meant. Because if me, if this means, if me servicing him is a disservice to me, I don't think that's what he means. Because I think he means. Well, I don't want to say because, but what he means is I want you to serve me, but you can only serve me to your highest ability if you're taking care of you, if you're serving yourself at the same time, taking care of yourself, making sure you're full, you're making sure your cup is always full because you cannot give from an empty cup. And if you're trying to give from an empty cup, what do you think that's going to lead to? Of course, it's going to lead to depression, number one. Anxiety, number two. Anxiousness all the time, number three. Feeling sadness all the time, number four. Feeling overwhelmed and beat down. You know, this exactly what leads to breaking down. I didn't understand this, but as I'm unpacking and I, I have the luxury to, you know, take these last couple of um, days of the new um, of the year, excuse me, have these last couple of days of the year to unpack. I'm grateful. Because there's no way I could go into my new year in, in, in this way. You know, like I, I need to brainstorm. I need to figure out how do I want to go into my year? What, what do I want to change? What are my new habits? What are my thinking patterns like? I, I, need, I need this. And you need it too. And you need it too because something inside of you is, is, is ready to be free. Is ready to fly. And if you are not, you know, and that's, and that's one thing I love is my spirit because sometimes you won't know what you need, but you'll feel that push. And I always feel like that push comes from my spirit because I've been fighting a little while 
you know, to for certain things within my job to change and stuff like that. And I see how much it affected me and how much it, it affects people. And But what I see the difference between me and people is I'm willing to make whatever sacrifice I need to get what I want. Some people are okay just taking what's available to them. I'm not that person. I'm not those people. And I pray for those people. And I used to be those people. Let me be clear. And I probably slightly a little is still those people, but my spirit would never allow me to settle. And so I'm grateful that in this moment, I am fighting for something. Yes, I'm tired of fighting, but I'm fighting for something because it's okay to create something and have a change of hearts. It's okay to wake up feeling differently tomorrow or next week or next month. It's okay. It's okay to have a change of hearts in the next moment. You created something. It's not permanent. You can erase it. Even when you write in pen, you can scribble and cross it out. You write with marker. You can rip the page out and start again. There's nothing that says that whatever you have done is set in stone. There's... Divorce for marriage, sadly, but there's divorce for marriage because I changed my mind. I didn't know who you were. Oh, we are in a relationship. Well, I don't want to be with you anymore. You know, it's nothing wrong with that. It's okay to wake up feeling different. It's okay to say, I don't want to do this anymore. I signed up to do it. Well, I changed my mind. It's okay to change your mind. And don't let anyone make you feel different. You're not obligated to anything unless you give permission and consent. And once you give your permission and consent and you have that obligation, still, if you don't agree with it or at some point you, you feel uncomfortable about it or at some point something is just not what you thought it was, put it down. Because that's just another thing that we have now added to our luggage. And I'm not just speaking to y'all. I'm speaking to myself. Because I am allowed to change my mind. And whoever disagrees, I am sorry to you. But I'm not sorry. I don't, I don't feel anything. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not sorry. Because if I have to compromise my peace, my happiness, my sanity, or anything else, my health, my health, my health, my health. To make you or your organization or your your peace, your sanity and whatever else. No, I'm going to choose me. And you know why I'm going to choose me? Because you know what I learned this year and in a couple of years ago? People are going to do what is best for them. So why would you not do what's best for you? You think people are thinking about you when they're making decisions for themselves? And if they are, they are a fool. Excuse me, I'm sorry, but they're a fool. Why should I consider anybody when I'm making a decision for myself besides my children and sometimes even your children? Of course, you don't want to do anything that's going to, you know, affect them. Let me be clear about decisions because I don't want you to go, oh, well, I want to go to that party tonight. I'm leaving my baby at home. No. But I'm talking about real life changing decisions. That you don't need permission from anybody to make. You do not need permission to make 
any life change, not even your parents who are very controlling and feel like, oh, no, 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 you're not doing that. You're not. And then you feel like you have to hide it from them. No, excuse me, mom, dad, I need to talk to you. This is what I'm doing. And this is how I'm going to do it. And, and I'm doing it. And then you leave the room real quick <laughs> because you don't even want to hear what they have to say, because this is not their choice. This is your choice. This is your decision. And you shouldn't have to live in captivity because you don't know who you're going to offend or who you're going to disappoint. Excuse me? I disappoint you because I'm making a life-changing decision. I'm making a decision for myself. How many of us constantly have made decisions in the past for others? Considering others. I'm guilty. I'm going to be the first to say. But as I end this year, I've closed out a lot. And I'm very proud of myself for that as well. Because sometimes you feel like you give up too easy or sometimes you feel like, you know, you walk away quickly. But it's not because think about the times that you tried. And this is what I always say. And this is something that I've told myself recently. If I ask any of you guys, excuse me, um, whoever, I'm just going to say, what's the name I want to say off the top of my head? Lisa. Hey, Lisa. Um. Could I borrow $50? And then Lisa goes, well, I don't have $50 right now. Oh, my God. Why you don't have $50? Like, come on. What, how you don't have $50? It's only $50. That's just like you're being in a relationship with someone and expecting them to give you something that they don't have. They don't have it. And I'm not talking about money. I'm talking about, oh, you, you like... Some people can make the, the choice. Like, all right, I want to give you this. But some people can't, like... You have to think, okay, if you're breaking down, right, and your partner is looking at you like, oh, my God, what is happening here? And instead of saying, oh, my God, baby, what's wrong? Are you okay? They're saying, what is wrong with you? Why do you think they're responding to you in this way as opposed to in a more compassionate, empathetic way? Because maybe this is how they were responded to. This is what they have because this is all they know. So... Maybe it's not really in their spirit to say, oh, my God, baby, what happened? Come, what's, what's wrong? No, what is wrong with you? you always crying. Something's always wrong with you. Blah, blah. This is how maybe they were treated by their parents. You know, people can only give you what they have. If I don't have $50 to give you, I don't have no money. Why are you upset? If I don't have certain emotions to give you, I don't have those emotions. Why are you upset? Then when they can't give you the emotion, you're like, oh, you disappointed me because this is how you act towards me. And you see I'm sad and you see I'm this. And they're just like, uh, okay. And they, it, it really isn't clicking. Like I've seen this happen and it's happened to me. It's not, it's not clicking. Like no matter what you're saying in this moment, they, they don't, they don't understand. They're not comprehending. They're not comprehending. And so that's why I say like relationships, marriage, all of these things, like getting to know your partner. I don't care. You could be with somebody for five years and still not know them. And this is me just unpacking. I'm unpacking a lot right now. I'm unpacking. But I'm freely speaking. Because I'm still learning who I am. And I've been in this body for 33 years. How do you expect to know someone? How do you expect to fix someone when you're still fixing you? healing you, working on you, and you have the audacity to try. Like, see how I just said that person may not have it to give to you? 
And you could probably be giving it to that person and they're just not receiving it. So when they're not receiving it, now here you go, hero, shiro, and want to help. But you're fixing you. So think about how hard it is to work on you. And then think about how hard it is even more harder, two times, three times harder to fix and work on someone else. You have to give people time to work on themselves because you're working on you. So you know it's a process with you working on you. So how are you going to help somebody else? They have to help themselves. They have to want it for themselves, just like you have to want it for yourself. You can't want it for somebody more than they want it for themselves because then you're going to be doing more than you should be doing. You have to focus on you. I have a book that I'm planning to release at the top of 2023. I want to say the first quarter because I need this book to be on point. But it's not It's not a reading book. It's a more of an interactive book. And these books, it's 150 questions about you. All about you. Nothing about no one else. Just all about you. Just think about that. That's a book to help you unpack even more because you have all of these questions, right? And nobody's saying answer all 150 in three months, two months. No, I'm not even saying answer the question one, two, three, four, one at a time. And then once you finish one, you go to two. No, as you see fit, you just take out. And then as you see fit to put down, you put down because if you're not ready, it's nothing you can do. So you see how you may not be ready. How are you going to force somebody else to be ready for something you're just not ready for? This is just the honest truth. Think about that. Consider that. Acknowledge that. 2023 should be you. All about you. You are the top priority. And I hope that you guys consider getting this book. And the book is called... um, What did I title this book? 150 questions to unlock a new version of you. Mm. 150 questions to unlock a new version of you. We always say new version, new me. No, we, we don't always say that. But I hear a lot of times people say I'm creating, you know, was, I'm rebranding to a batter, bitch, and all this other stuff. And okay, cool. That's what they're saying because it sounds good. It sounds real good. Like, oh, I'm rebranding myself. But how are you truly rebranding yourself? How? You're still doing the same thing. You're still making the same decisions. You still have the same thinking pattern. You still, you know, you, you whatever. I'm. This is for the people that's seriously, seriously serious about rebranding themselves and becoming that version of themselves that they need to become so that they can get whatever it is that they want. Those are the people I'm talking to that's ready to do the work because this book is going to require that you do the work. My friend told me, she was like, girl, I know my best friend. She said, I know you done stirred up some mess in that book. She said, I already know you did. And she started laughing. She said, girl, you going to have people mad at you. And they gonna, they not gonna, y'all, gonna, y'all not going to be mad at me. Y'all going to be mad at yourselves. Because those questions are really going to require you to do some digging. You got to dig up in there. You got to release some things. That luggage, yeah, all that stuff. 
Imagine just unpacking. Like, you ever came home from your trip, and I'm not going to fret. It's exhausting. You got to unpack and all that. But just imagine just putting out things and just releasing and letting go and getting rid of. Like, we all know, even when you move into your new apartment, you're so excited. Think of yourself moving into your new home. Your new home. I'm not talking about a house. I'm not talking about an apartment. I'm not talking about a condo. I'm talking about home. H-O-M-E. Because a home is, is you know, you don't need to be in a, in a condo, in a big, big 10-room house, in a big three-bedroom master bedroom apartment to, to, to create a home. Like, your home, you are your home. You know, you, like, and this is like... Like, as I say this, I'm I'm thinking about a lot right now because I know that I have to create a home next year. Like, I have a home here, but I have to create a home. Bonding time, less, less, less technology and, you know, these things, like just bringing it back. Like, this is just what I'm feeling in my spirit right now. It's never too late. As long as you are still alive, you can do it. I don't want this episode to be extremely long, so I'm going to end it here. But you can do it. You can change your mind. You can make that decision for yourself. You do not have to run it by anybody. You do not have to run it by anybody. This is your choice that you are making for yourself. 2023, make yourself a top priority and put everything else under. Under that. You are at the top of that list. Everybody else falls beneath that, okay? Everybody. I don't care who it is. Grandma, Grandma Linda, uh, uh, Auntie Shawnee, uh, Uncle Lou, Mama T. All them people fall under that. I understand you have some people that you're probably taking care of right now that is relying on you. And that's understandable, but you got to put yourself first, baby girl. You got to put yourself at the top of that list. You're going to have to make some decisions to do so and put some things down. And it's going to be a little tough, but you got to put you first. And I'll be back on to let you guys know when the book is dropping. It's going to be available on all platforms. I'm talking Target, Amazon, Barnes and Nobles, any bookstore is going to be available in. Okay. And let that book blow your socks off, literally. Go deeper. This is your time to go deeper. It's the top of the year. Get in there. Get out there. Get in there. Get out there. Do that thing, okay? And um, I'll probably be back. Y'all know I usually do my end of the year, December 31st. I don't know. But this this right here, y'all got a little sneak peek. So if I don't come back, y'all can just hold on to this a little bit. But I will be back. And I'm I got some stuff. I know I always say that, but no, for real, for real, for real, for real, for real this time. <laughs> for real this time, okay? Um, I pray, you know, for anybody right now that God gives you the strength and the courage to do whatever is necessary. That God gives you the strength and courage to do whatever is necessary to put you at that top of the list. Number one, top priority. I mean, when you go in that post office and you put priority on that package, you is priority, top priority. Make yourself that. Nobody's going to tell you to do that. And when you do do it, you're going to have some people that's mad because who who you think you are now all of a sudden you want to, yeah, 
yep, I'm putting me first. And they may not understand it, but they're going to have to adjust. We are humans. We adjust. We adjusted to COVID, right? <laughs> we adjusted to, to, this new, to this new reality, this new way of life that's been going on. People know how to adjust. If they are unwilling to adjust to the new you and the newer version that you're creating for yourself, you know what I'm going to say, right? Yeah, I might not agree, but you know what I'm going to say, right? Toodaloo. I'll talk to you later. It was nice knowing you. God bless. And that's for anybody because why why do I have to compromise or put myself at the bottom of the list for? Does that even sound right? And and if it bothers somebody that you want to put yourself first and at the top, then you don't need those people in your life. I don't care who they are. I'm sorry. And I'm not even trying to be funny. If your parents are upset, your mother, your father, whoever, they're upset about you putting yourself at the top of the list, saying you're selfish and self-centered. No, no, no. Don't let people trick you into thinking any of those things. Don't let people trick you into that. There's no way you can be self-centered or selfish for putting yourself first. And I'm going to leave it there. God bless.